I would say that it's just the algorithm is just different. I don't know why TikTok has this virality factor that other platforms don't. Welcome back to Business Talk, the TikTok marketing podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs who want real strategies to generate leads and sales directly from TikTok. I'm your host, Austin Armstrong, and I'll be interviewing real business owners from every industry that are leveraging TikTok to grow their business. You can connect with me on TikTok at Socialty Pro. Let's jump into it. Today's guest is Shira and Michael from Nightcap. Shira and Michael took the Nightcap to market and launched nightcapit.com in December of 2019. In its early stages, Nightcap won multiple awards, including Florida State University's Innovation Challenge, Tallahassee Startup Week's annual pitch competition, FSU's Turkey Tank, and FSU's Jim Morin Micro Grant. Nightcap has also been featured on Fox Business Network, in USA Today, and among many other media outlets. In just two years, Shira and Michael have sold more than 250,000 units in over 30 countries and were featured on ABC's Shark Tank, which is actually how I found you both. Shira and Michael, thank you both so much for joining me today. Great to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, My wife and I are huge Shark Tank fans. We saw your original episode. We were watching it recently and, and saw the highlight uh, recap of all the amazing stuff that you were doing and, and saw they had mentioned your TikTok on there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. Everyone needs to know about this product. They need to know about you guys and, and what you're doing. So what an honor to have you on the show, first of all. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate it. For the people who don't know what the product is, it's a scrunchie that can also be worn over your drink so you don't get drugged at the bar. So important. Um, so for any of the video um, watchers right now, could you show it real quick? Yes. So this is when it's, what it looks like when it's outside of the scrunchie. And then when you're done using it, you just tuck it right back in and you can use it in your hair or just wear it on your wrist. And it's like that. So cool. And it kind of just, it fits snugly on any sized cup and has the little hole in there so you can put a straw in it, right? Yeah, it's meant for almost any size uh, cup or glass. Absolutely incredible. So what is both of your stories? What led you up to creating this product? So I had a friend who was roofied before I came up with the product. And a couple of weeks later, I slept on it because I thought of it in a dream And when I woke up, I talked to my dad about it. We sat down and I made the first prototype out of my mom's pantyhose and a scrunchie from my room. And at the time I was a junior in high school and Michael had just come home from FSU for the summer and saw my prototype on the table in our house. Um, that's where he got involved. So, so I saw the prototype on the, on the dining room table and I was like, you know, I've been in college for the last four years and I, I knew how big of a problem this was. And I knew that there was nothing on the market that anyone, at least, at least that anyone used on a mainstream scale to prevent this from happening. Um, and I kind of thought about why is that? Um, and what this product has that others didn't was a, it is convenient. Like you wear it on your wrist, you wear it in your hair. You don't have to take something out like extra with you. Uh, second, it is, um, it's reusable. So you don't have to keep buying stuff over and over and over again. Who's going to want to keep buying lids and, and different things to, to do it. And it also fits 
every cup. So a specific size lids you have to buy. Um, and then one of the most important things is that it's super marketable. So you don't have to scare people into buying it. It's not, we don't sell this product off of fear. Um, we, what we've created, we call it a fun solution to a serious problem. And, you know, even though the functionality of it is, is super serious, we like to um, sell it as something fun to use. That's wonderful. And, and what were those early days like for you from that prototype and, and actually developing it into a, a consumer ready product? And then how did you begin to launch it? So Shira came up with the idea, I think it was in February of 2019. And then I was in school at this point and they went, she went with my dad to go get it a provisional patent on it. Um, and they, they didn't they, you know, they got the name done, the logo done, um, a couple of things here and there. These were all just through people that I guess my dad knew. So we were really using our resources here because <laughs> Uh, we don't really come from a family of entrepreneurs, so we were doing it our own style, just reaching out to graphic designers and seamstresses that we knew in like that were local. Um, and that's kind of how we got it off the ground. Um, so, yeah, I, and then I came in in the summer um, and I decided that I was going to dedicate my my whole summer to you know seeing if we could really make something out of this. Uh, so I got in my office and just started grinding it out all summer coming up all different things. And um, we launched our crowdfunding campaign in uh, September of 2019. And honestly, it was very, very difficult in the beginning to sell any of them. Um, we didn't really know what we were doing at first. And, you know, it's hard to sell someone who has no brand awareness, no product awareness. It's a, it's a totally new market, new industry you're making. There's really nothing, there's nothing that was like it at the time. And, you know, convincing people that this is a, an important problem and, it needs a solution. It was not easy. And, you know, we tried those traditional methods like Facebook ads and uh, Instagram ads and stuff like that. And really nothing worked well. Um, we got really lucky and we got on, we got invited on Fox business and that by itself pretty much took care of the crowdfunding campaign. And I don't know that without that, we would have ever even got this off the ground. It would, it probably, probably would have never even made it to shark tank. I don't, we might've stopped because we didn't know there was, would be a market for it. Um, and so we got super lucky with that. Um, yeah. Got it. No, that that's great. Um, how did that big break happen? So I think it was the, like, like, how do we get on the, on the show? I believe it was, it, one of my friends um, had a one of my friends had a connection to the show and really liked the product and they were basically just pitched it for us and I was like 16 like oh that's so cool <laughs> so um, yeah it ended up working out and then we flew to New York and they sat us in the seats and we were on live television and it was very scary but yeah it's so, yeah, so it's we, been yeah. so it's been a whirlwind the last two and a half, three years for you, I bet. Yeah, it was, it was definitely an uphill battle. Um, and we were kind of treading water for a while, just trying to figure out something that would work. And, uh, that's kind of where TikTok came in. <laughs> Great so segue during, there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right before quarantine, I believe we posted our first TikTok. Okay. And, um, then we started experimenting more, when we were in lockdown and I think our third video ended up really going viral and it hit like 6 million views. And we were like, Oh my gosh, no way. Like, like everyone's seeing the product, everyone's, you know, going, they're buying it and they're commenting and 
they're actually paying attention. So we kept on doing it and it was just doing really well. Sometimes, you know, not as not every video can, can go viral, but um, we were doing a lot better than we thought we would. Um, and TikTok was like the only platform that would just reach so many people. Um, and it just like kind of took off from there. Yeah. So I, yeah, I have a very specific memory about this. Um, I've got like all the dates down back, back then, but I know we posted the first video ever um, in December of 2019. And it was like, it did like whatever. I, I don't know. I, I had a, I had a feeling that like this product had a very viral component to it. Um, and I was kind of surprised we posted a couple of videos and they didn't, they didn't, you know, they didn't go viral. So like right away it, I was like, yeah, so we didn't really post anything for a while. Um, and then I remember I saw something else go viral on, on TikTok, And I was like, I was like, there's no, like, I was like, our product is definitely a more viral product than, than, than this. I was like, sure. You should just, just go post, go post something else. Like just try it again. Um, and then she posted something that night, I think. And what we woke up and it had like, ended up getting like 6 million views wow. um, on that video. Um, and so we were like, Oh, maybe this works. And I think the very next video got like 6 million views too. Um, and so I was like, okay, I think maybe, maybe we have something here. Uh, especially because just like at first it was so new to us and it was new to everybody else that I think it made it so much cooler because our product, when you see it on TikTok, you're like, wait, what was that? Like, what did it just do? How did the, how did that just work? And I think that's what makes it like a viral product because it's something that people have never seen before. And if you're scrolling and scrolling, um, it definitely catches your attention. <laughs> and, and so have, has it gone viral on other uh, platforms organically, Instagram or YouTube or Facebook or anything else, Snapchat, any other platforms? does well on Instagram reels, but I wouldn't say it does. It doesn't do, it doesn't have that same virality factor um, when we're posting organically at least. Mm -hmm. And why do you think it's working so much better on TikTok than other platforms? I would say that it's just, the algorithm is just different. Uh, Like I don't, I don't know why TikTok has this virality factor that other platforms don't. I mean, I do see stuff going viral on Instagram reels, but um we have more consistent views on there. Whereas like TikTok, you never know if you're going to post something and it's going to get like 30 million views. Um, it's, 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 it's kind of like a, opening a surprise box when you, when you post, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We haven't, we haven't really tried YouTube at all, to be honest. Um, I also think that like, obviously when people interact with the video, it continues to show them our other videos and we have a following of, over 420,000 on there. And our Instagram following is 47,000, which is like a huge difference, but obviously our presence on TikTok is much bigger. And I feel like that goes for most people. Um, but yeah, I mean, to this day, we have 175 million views on our videos and Shark Tank actually highlighted our social media presence because that's, that's a big factor of how we grew our business. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's crazy. 175 million is a lot of a lot of that's a lot eyes. of eyeballs. Yeah, it sure is. And what was that first viral video? Could you break it down? And even more specifically, why do you think that one went viral? It was three different clips, and it was the sound. I'm obsessed with it. No, that was that wasn't the first one. That was like the third. One. That so there was two. One of them was um. One of them was like 
Yes. Oh, okay. Um, it was, yeah, it was one of those videos where it just says yes, no, yes, no. And it just has a sound going in the background. And we basically just took the sound and put some clips to the sound and then answered questions about our product. Like, do we ship to worldwide? Um, are we um, selling right now? I don't know. Just basically just answering questions about our product. Yeah, we use the sound to answer questions, basically. Just I forgot. I don't know the name of it. It was a very popular sound back in like at mm-hmm. the end of 2019, yeah, early 2020. Um, I'm sure you would pull it up. But um, so, yeah, those those two back to back. I forgot what the other one was, to be honest. Um, but the one she was referring to earlier, um, we actually had gotten we basically knew that we were going on Shark Tank already. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were just like it was like quarantine and we were trying to come up with we we're trying to come with come up with different TikTok ideas. And she was like, oh, look, like I made this one. I was like, oh, like that's, I mean, that's okay. It's not really, that's not going to do that well, but I mean, just post it, whatever. Um, and so at the time we had like probably less than $20,000 in sales. And, you know, when you, if you go on Shark Tank with, with those kind of sales, um, mm-hmm. you're, it, it may not go well for you. So at that point it was, we were, it was kind of a toss up of whether that was going to go well or not. Um, and Shira goes and posts this video and I, it ended up getting like over 10 million views. I don't, I don't know how. <laughs> so we were able to go on Shark Tank and instead of saying, hey, we have $28,000 in 20, sales, $20,000. No, $28,000. No, we had $20,000. And then we did, we did $40,000 in like the six weeks before going on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and what did the total ended up being for us? Whatever. You want to restart that? <laughs> yes, because I was right. We had $28,000 in sales and we made $40,000 off just that TikTok. So we got to go on Shark Tank and say, we have $68,000 in sales, but the last 40000 have been in the last six weeks just because of this one video. Um, so I think it gave us a lot of credibility when we were in the tank and... Um, that was cool. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Shows you the opportunity of, of one TikTok can generate $40,000 in revenue. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. So on, on, a, on a regular basis now, what type of content have you found that, that works for you, both from a growth perspective as well as from a sales perspective? So I think we've kind of had a pivot to a degree. Um, where it's kind of at the point where most people on TikTok have probably seen this product now. And so we can't just like post videos of the product being used over and over again because everyone's seen it. So we've kind of turned it somewhat into like a creator type, like the it's a business, but we kind of act as creators promoting our product. Um, and it makes it much more interesting, much more engaging. Uh, and we've come up with some new different ideas that we've we've done recently and they've been starting to do really well again. For example, our, our new series is rating our one star Amazon reviews. I watched them. They're so funny. Yeah. They're pretty ridiculous because people are just making no sense when, <laughs> when they write their reviews. But um, yeah, before, before, I mean, like most people, I feel like most people have seen the product, but before we came to that conclusion, it was as simple as going to a bar and just putting it on the drink and cheersing to the camera, probably like a six or seven second video. 
that would just go viral no matter what <laughs> sound you put to it. Um, we have this one video <laughs> that has over 43 million views. And if I show anybody that I talk to, they've seen it. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's like a seven second video and it's just the way that the lights are and the sound and the, it's, it's really crazy though, because you'll see other people will like download the video, like just random people on TikTok will download the video and they'll just post it on their own page and it'll have like 10 million views. And like, it just keeps getting like, anyone could repost that video and get like a few million views. And it's, I don't understand what is like so good about it. Um, something about it just the algorithm loves it so I don't know. on our account we use olivia's good for you sound and then i put it on my account and i used a completely different sound and it got an additional 20 million <laughs> wow so yeah it's pretty crazy That's and then incredible. I've done a lot of TikToks about like storytelling because I feel like that's always interesting. So um, like, hey, we started this in 2019 and this is where we are now. Um, there was one that went very viral and we had like A-list celebrities in the comments and I was kind of going crazy. But um, storytelling and obviously showing the product and then showing your personality, I think, are the three biggest components. You've done such a great job at, at building a community with all of these different pillars. And I was watching some of your videos before we jumped on this call. And I, I absolutely love your new responding to one star review series. Where <laughs> What was the, it was the one, it was like, this isn't the actual product. It's just the scrunchy part. And you're like, pull it out. <laughs> yeah. Just so good. And yeah. So how many, how many videos on a, on a weekly or daily basis are you posting right now? So we don't do the consistency. We like, we really aren't consistent with it. Um, I try to post once or twice a week, but sometimes it'll be like once every two weeks. Um, just because I don't think it matters for us. Uh, it really just depends on the video it can be tough when, you know, a lot of companies, they have a lot of products, right. And you have yeah. a lot of different things to make content about, um, you know, at least until recently we had one product and you can only make, it's, it's hard. You can only come up with so much content for one product. Um, we recently released a, a different version of this, um, called the nightcap keychain, which is the same product, but in a keychain uh, version, so more of a unisex product. And uh, it goes, just goes on your keys instead of the scrunchie. Um, and then we also are now the exclusive distributor of uh, this product called Stop Tops that we're bringing in from the UK. Uh, so now we have a few more products to make some stuff with. But, you know, in the end, they're they're all drink covers. And so um, we'd rather go for like quality videos once in a while than like just post up over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm sure from the creator perspective, it's definitely better to post more often, but from the business perspective, if, I don't know, if you're like a Duolingo and you have a mascot and you're basically a, you're basically a creator, then, um, I'm sure, I'm sure that strategy works, but for us, it's, we find that this works better just for us. Well, you, what's that guy in the background there? It's like a walking scrunchie. Right? Oh, we've, yeah. We've added, <laughs> we've, we've just redid our branding recently and we've added a little what was it? What did we name her? I forgot. It was like Gerald or something. No, that, that, no I think that I don't know. There's another there, one yeah, here. and then we also have a little drink with the with the arms and stuff. You oh can see God, it on our website. Oh, uh, uh, Duolingo! Watch out! The the human scrunchies coming your way. 
Yeah, we'll have to buy a big mascot <laughs> for the new videos. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And and you guys are all organic, right? You're not doing any TikTok ads at all, or have you yeah, experimented we, with it? We do. Um, we just do influencers uh, and organic. The there's kind of a strategy. It took me a while to, to figure this out, um, but I kind of realized why Facebook ads and Instagram ads don't work for us, and TikTok does so well. Um, I don't know if this is a commonly known thing, but um, really like, so we have a low price point product. It's $11.99, $12.99, depending on where you buy it. Um, And, you know, cost per click, it's a very, it's a very like interesting product. And people are like, what is that? Like, I got to see what this is. They see a picture of it. So they click on it and they interact with it on Facebook or Instagram, but they have no purchase intent. And so all they're doing is running you up a bill with cost per click. Um, and I mean, our conversion rates were just absolutely horrendous because people want to look at it, but they don't want to buy it. Um, those people that are are on Facebook and stuff. Now on TikTok and Instagram Reels, you have the exact opposite effect where if people are watching the videos and engaging with it and want to see what it is and learn more about it, all that does is show it to more and more and more people. Um, so the same re- for the same reason that it's bad on Facebook ads and stuff is the same reason it's good on TikTok. Um, and that's why we don't, you know, the TikTok ads are going to be somewhat similar to the, the Facebook ads in that way with the with the cost per click, I believe. So that's why we've stuck to organic and influencers because uh, just the science behind that. Well, that's even better for you because you can um, uh, you can scale accordingly with uh, with what you've been doing organically, and you don't have to spend massive amounts of money on ads. So it's just fantastic that you figured out organic, which is so difficult for so many businesses and, and individuals. Yeah. So there's a, there's the pro to that, which is that. And then there's the con, which is um, we don't have like a consistent baseline. Like it's not like, oh, we're going to spend this much in in ad revenue and we're going to bring in this much because we know our ROI is this on on this ad. Um, so for us, it's very kind of spiky. Like how how is this influencer going to do? How is our organic videos going to do? You know, one month we might do really well, one month we might do a lot less just because of how the algorithm goes. Um, you know, having that nice consistency would be nice, but um, you know, it's more fun this way. Yeah. And, and how are you choosing the influencers? Uh, is it based on industry? Is it just based on following? How are you choosing who you decide to work with? Um, it's not necessarily based on following. It's more based on their brand and do they like to go out? Do they like to stay safe? Um, or have they had a bad experience with, um, Drake spiking? Um, we, we love self-defense influencers. That's our go-to. Um, and it's just a matter, yeah, if they fit the brand, if it's appropriate. But these influencers are charging a lot of money nowadays. And you're not seeing as much as a, of a return than you used to, I feel like, because now people kind of know like, oh, this is an ad. But it does, it, it's good to get like the attention um, of their audience and, you know, it's always a good boost, but it's, it's there, they are charging crazy amounts of money. And um, so I, I actually think that like larger influencers are kind of overrated on TikTok. The, the reason for that is because, um, you know, if their video doesn't hit the for you page or it flops, like you can have 15 million followers, but if the video is not good enough and it doesn't hit the for you page, you're going to get 
500,000 views anyway, and, and it's not going to show it to any of those people. Um, and so I'd rather take the chance spending, 50, I'd rather spend $1,000 on 15 influencers rather than $15,000 on one influencer, because I'll take that chance that one or two or three of those smaller ones are going to hit the For You page and rather than risk it all on that one that one video. That's great insight. Uh, is is there a maybe a, a case study or example of one of the most successful influencer videos that you've done that you could think of? Oh, oh d- definitely. Um, Dutch in the USA. He he posted a video. I think it got, I think it got like twenty five million on TikTok, and then he also posted it to his reels, and it got another like thirty million on his reels. Wow. <laughs> so, and what it's was that video? video? Yeah, it's a video of him like at a bar looking kind of thing. And he's sitting next to a woman and he says, hey, guys, look what I can do when she turns around. And he puts like a little sugar packet in there and then um, it transforms to like him taking it out of his hair and basically explaining the products. But I think the first three seconds of it, of him being like, look what I can do. And like people actually thought he's getting well, he's getting drugged. Like in the, the sugar packet is like an example of him getting drugged. So it's like, whoa, this guy's getting drugged right now. Got it. Interesting. Yeah. That, what a, what a fascinating hook uh, to stop that scroll and, and keep people watching. And then it's like, uh, you know, a fake out almost and explaining the product, but that's fascinating that it worked so well. So on a, let's say broad level of all of your efforts from organic and working with influencers how has TikTok impacted your business? I don't. I mean, I don't think that I don't think that it would exist today without TikTok. At, at first, I like at first we're basically completely dependent on TikTok, um, and then it's you know it's, it's now at this point it's expanded to like many other avenues. But um, it was really the launching point. I would I would call it. It's still a, it's still a huge part of our business, but it was like that's it wouldn't exist today without it. That's incredible. And can you walk people through your funnel on TikTok a little bit of they see your videos and then how are how are you actually driving sales? Is it the link in your bio? Are they just uh, remembering what the product is and finding it online, finding it on Amazon? Or do you have an exact funnel in place where you're sending them to your website, capturing information, driving sales from there, uh, et cetera? Okay. So we have a we have a link tree in our in our bio where it's um it has our website it has amazon and then you know tiktok organically shows stuff to other countries a lot in the uk we notice a lot of web traffic coming from the uk um and so we made a a big effort to get on amazon prime in the uk um fantastic then we have amazon germany now as well and canada so we have like links to everything so everyone that's seeing it can can go buy it. We we when we got on Amazon Prime originally, that we saw a massive massive increase in sales, and I think that's because people see it on TikTok and they'll just go Google it. Like they don't even really look to see. They don't even they don't really necessarily know that that the page that's posting the product is actually the company like that they'd have a link in their bio. Like yeah. they might think it's just someone posting it, um, and so they'll go Google like drink spiking scrunchie, drink spiking prevention scrunchie, and then they just go straight to Amazon. That's that's wonderful. And do you have pretty much total market penetration in this space, or are you starting to see some competitors pop up because of your success? No, I mean we don't have. I, we really don't have any competitor. I mean we we only have competitors because they're they're copying our products and doing the exact same thing, and then 
we get them taken down. So, um, no. So yeah, they're just a bunch of copycats. And, um, I, I actually started this new thing on my personal TikTok where I, where I go and I roast them because it's just, I mean, we have a patent and they, they, they can't be doing that. So I call them out and then my followers go and, and comment on their profiles, but sometimes they end up deleting it and just like blocking everyone. So, um, Good for yeah, you. But <laughs> Good for you. Very proactive. So what's what's next for for Nightcap? You've um, developed a couple other products. Uh, I saw you have a, a straw kit on the website now. Tell us a little bit more about that, and and what else are you working on? Any fun new projects or anything else going on? Uh, so this is our keychain right here. Oh. Um. Yeah, so we have a keychain. It just goes on your keys. It's the same concept. And the pocket for the scrunchie is just in there. Um, so it's for, you know, people who don't want to wear scrunchies. And um, it's just a unisex product. Then we have this. These are called Stop Tops. Um, and this is a big product in the UK right now. Uh, what we noticed is that our product is really good B2C. And then universities really love love it because they can purchase it and give it out. And then everyone has a reusable product. They don't have to give it out like over and over and over and over again. Um, and what this does is it gives us an option to sell to bars, clubs, and venues. A, they like the disposable low price point product. And so um, they'll just have this roll and basically it's like a foil sticker and you just stick oh, wow. it on your cup and then you pop a straw through it. Um, and so that's something we just brought over recently. We're really excited about that. Um, we have our straw kit. We're going to be adding a new straw soon as well. It can go on your keychain, um, and also working on something for glass bottles. Cause people ask, ask for that a lot as well, but if you, if you asked us what was coming up about three weeks ago, we would say our shark tank update. <laughs> so if they, if anyone hasn't seen that yet, they could um, go check that out. But we have some things in the works that will be, and I mean, well, well, if you follow us on Instagram, we announce like everything on Instagram and um, TikTok. So that's that's incredible. And um, so, quick fun question for you: uh, You spend a lot of time on TikTok yourself. Who are some of your favorite creators and brands? Um, that's a good question. Um, I love the creator Serena Kerrigan because she's. She talks a lot about just like confidence and doing everything for the plot, um, which I think is funny. My favorite brand doesn't have a huge TikTok presence, but a huge Instagram presence, probably just Poppy, um, like the sodas. She was very inspired by their branding. I, I just love their branding and I think it's so good. And yeah, they, they're really awesome on Instagram. They're really good. Um, TikTok. Um, I just like funny. I just watch funny creators. I, like I'll, well, sometimes, you know, I'll scroll through and we just kind of keep an eye out when we scroll mm-hmm. to see is, is there a trend that like can apply to our product? Like, even if it's like a person doing it, you're like, Oh, like you could kind of do that with the nightcap. And then we test it out and see if it'll but if it works. I just know that when we end this podcast, I'm going to think of a brand. <laughs> so I mean, I definitely like, you know, what's, what duo lingo is doing is, is, Really, you know, uh, shout out to them, obviously, because it's pretty crazy. Scrub how Daddy has a good account. They personify, yeah, both of them. They personify their entire brand with with masks. And they, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what kind of financial impact has had, but you know, they uh, all of Gen Z know. I wouldn't have known about it before 
TikTok and I'm sure millions of others either. So that's awesome. Have you, have you seen, uh, uh, Ryan airlines, uh, TikTok channel by chance? Yeah. Yeah. That, that is a good one too. I think, I think <laughs> some airlines are copying them because it's just, it's good. Con- you want, you want to become a creator as a brand and that's, if you can do that, it's like free marketing. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been great. Uh, Shira, Michael, I, I, thank you so much for sh- sharing your journey and everything. Uh, all the amazing work that you're doing, literally saving hundreds of thousands of people's lives uh, from getting uh, drugged and, and date raped. This is such an incredible product. How can people learn more uh, about Nightcap if they want to purchase the product? or if they want to follow you on TikTok or Instagram or any of your other social media? You can purchase our products on nightcapit.com. You can follow us on TikTok, nightcapit, on Instagram, nightcapit, and my new TikTok, because (laughs) I'm trying to get some followers. It's just Shira, but there's two A's and an H at the end. And uh, yeah, definitely go check out our, we have our brand new website with our new branding. Um, there's also now an educate page where people can learn about drink spiking, um, the symptoms of it, what, you know, how to deal with it and just a lot more about it. And then you can see our new products as well as we're also adding an ambassador page soon where you'll be able to sign up for our college ambassador program. That'll probably be about a month from now. Um, but uh, yeah, it's also available on Amazon Prime US, UK, Canada, and Germany. And I think Spain, I think they might've just launched Spain too. I thought of another creator. Ah, lay it on. Canva Hacks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know the username, but I did I did watch like a bunch of your videos before you reached out to us just saying. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that's my, uh, that's my, just my for fun uh, TikTok uh, profile. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you so much. That's it. (laughs) Canva tutorials is the actual username. Yes, it helps a lot, guys. (laughs) I'm going to forever use this promo. (laughs) Run this ad on TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you both so much. This was awesome. I I appreciate you both so much. And all of these uh, links mentioned will be in the show notes and description of this episode as well for your convenience. Michael Shira, thank you so much again. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you for listening to another episode of Business Talk. If you feel like you're ready to get started on TikTok, I have a completely free TikTok checklist that you can find in the show notes and description of this episode. If you found this episode inspiring, consider leaving us a five-star review on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening platform. I know that's a lot to ask of you, but it really does help the podcast reach more people. Do you have any feedback about the show or a guest you'd like to recommend? Email me at podcast at socialtypro.com. Until next time.